0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. First of all, I want to start by saying thank you so much for joining us. We know your time is so valuable, and it's the end of the year. Last episode of the oh year. My God. Hello. Oh, you guys know I'm Jessica. I'm, of course, here with Laurie. What up, y'all? And um, today we are going to talk about chakras, which is One of my favorite things to talk about, quite—I know I say that a lot, but I really do love talking (laughs) about. Just like to talk, okay? I do. I like talking (laughs) about all the things. Um, But um, I'm—I'll just say it. I didn't know anything about them until I started working with the Aveda brand. Mm -hmm. But I really didn't learn anything about them till I asked about the tattoo on your arm. Yeah. Laurie um, has all of them on her inner arm. I do. Uh, you know what's funny about that is I... From the time that I first
1: um, was attuned at my first level as a Reiki practitioner, like, I knew I wanted to tattoo them on me somewhere. And people have chakra tattoos in a lot of different places. Like, I've seen them down people's spine. Yeah. Which, you know, like, I liked the look of, except it was hard for me because it wasn't, like... Uh, accurate anatomically you know like that there's no way you can put them on your spine and then be where they are and so if I wasn't going to be able to like anatomically put them where they belong then I was like they just need to go somewhere else altogether where it's obvious you know um but I did not realize when I did tattoo them how much I would be explaining them
0: (laughs) to complete Here's strangers, like teaching the world about our energy centers. I mean, like I'm picking out bananas at the store and somebody's <laughs> like, what's on your
1: arm? You know, like yeah. that it's just a conversation starter. And for a long time, it was also the only tattoo on my right arm. Oh. Now there's other things, yeah, you know, like to distract to or at, whatever. Yeah. So it's like a whole picture, but for a while it was the only tattoo on that arm.
0: So why don't we start with since you explain it so much and so well Mm. for those who don't know what chakras are. Well, the first thing I will say is that I was taught
1: by the genius energy and light worker, Mark Zollicoffer, um, who is a spa educator that a chakra is like, you say it like it's a CH like church or chocolate, you know, like it's a chakra chakra is a lot more like Chaka, which is like a hang 10 kind of, you know, like surfer symbol. So it's so interesting to me, first of all, how people pronounce Chakra so different. Um, I don't know which way is the right way, if I'm being honest. Like, I just know that like Mark <laughs> I was hear it really, so many different yeah, ways. like specific. So I, a Chakra is an energy center or like a source of energy in your body. Right. And For the purposes that we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about the seven chakra energy centers because there's actually 12, you know, like if you were going to get really technical. Um, But most people are familiar with your seven chakras that move up the center of your body. So like your first one starting like right at the base of your spine, you know, like Mm -hmm. kind of in a root center and then moving vertically all the way up your body to the top of your head, right at the top of your scalp. Um, so yeah, like they're wheels of light, wheels of energy, chakra, you know, energy moves, cannot be created or destroyed. And that your chakras are this collection of enter- energy centers that keep you in a vibrational balance, but also like we'll talk about today are part of a process in creating and manifesting things from a um, cosmic space or from an energetic space into like a physical reality yeah
0: do we want to go through what they are
1: yes yeah
0: do we want to start at the root or i mean
1: for technical purposes the root is your first chakra so it like
0: yes okay Okay, so the root, which is red, mm-hmm. and that is at the base of your spine, right? correct? Um, and so whenever I'm doing energy work and I think about the root, it's like you're grounded, you're safe, you're secure. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what's holding you in this space.
1: Yeah, I mean, the way that I've always thought felt about a root chakra is like if you think about where your tailbone ends, mm-hmm. like that it doesn't end. Okay. That it continues on almost like a tail. All right? right. That extends down. Down. And it connects you in a earthy, rooted like a tree. Right. You know, where the roots it's extend down like into the roots. Root. Yeah. Like yeah. that you have to be connected to a source. And that your root chakra is what creates all of this certainty and security, but also grounds you into,
0: like, the physical world. Right. Yeah. Okay. Moving up is the sacral chakra. Right. And that is orange.
1: Sacral is, um, you know, like... The area right below your belly button mm-hmm. uh, where you might put like on a ladies where you would have like a uterus type space yeah. or if you were a, a gentleman, you would be like more where your testes are like internal there, you yeah. know, like this creative source of power. That's you know? what I
0: love about the sacral chakra is that like it's um about creative energy, mm-hmm. also sexual energy, but it's. Creative and not just from like a life, you know, not like just life comes from all of the above, all of it, all of your creation comes from there
1: because we are creatives in a um, artistic way. Right. Right. And so in your second chakra, there is a lot of creative energy when you are um, making something, but then also in a physical plane, like that's where we make humans, you know, but it's also like you said, like a lot of sexual energy goes in there. Because you're making humans, you know, right. like, and so is second chakra is loaded with energy and, um, yeah, it's loaded.
0: Moving on up the, we then go into the solar plexus, which is yellow and your solar plexus is like right in your rib cage, like, um, right below your chest. And this is where like your self-esteem your willpower um your pleasure um and personal responsibility live yeah all this obligation you Mm -hmm. know um
1: also like this idea of like your path you know like where are you walking where are you headed what is your you know like general direction that you're being guided and led Mm -hmm. all come out of that um self-esteem and yeah yeah.
0: Moving on up, we then get into the heart chakra, which is green. I know this one's your favorite. Letter. I mean, I, green is my
1: favorite color for sure. Um, but the heart chakra for me, you know, like, yeah, it's in the general area of where your like anatomical heart is. So that's the way that a lot of people look at a heart chakra. But for me, I know that the heart space is, our true connection, like to everything and to ourselves Mm -hmm. and to the world at large, like that opening up your heart chakra is, um, the beginning and end of all energy work.
0: Yeah. You know, whenever I'm doing energy work with a client, I always say that this is where love lives, but not just love for others. It's love for yourself. And this is where like it, it governs your relationships.
1: There's literally to everything. No, not just people. Yeah, no. <laughs> and there is no love for anything if there's not love for yourself. Correct. Like whatever you're telling yourself is love for anything else doesn't make any sense if it's not like turned back on you. And yeah,
0: Heart Center has everything to do with that. Moving on up to the throat, which is blue. That is the fifth chakra, um, which is located at the center of your neck. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, communication, speaking your truth. Um, Laurie has done a lot of work on my throat over (laughs) the years. She's like, will you just speak, woman?
1: Yeah, like uh, making noise and just this idea of like, vibrating your vocal cords, whether that is, um, speaking, singing, screaming, you know, like that, this idea that like things must be expressed in some way. So, and that expression is, um,
0: vital to a healthy energy system. Moving on up to one of my favorites, the third eye, the sixth chakra, um, which is at the center of the forehead between the eyebrows. This is like an indigo kind of color, um, represents intuition and foresight and driven by openness and imagination.
1: Yeah. Um, it's what Red Fox always calls like a new way of knowing. Yeah. Like how you, your. are um, I think Amanda Francis calls it like my knower. <laughs> it's like how I know the thing, you know, like, I don't know yeah. how I know it. I just know it, you it's know, just, and, yeah. um, and that's truly what it is. Like, there are some things you don't have to explain and that you don't have to justify. You just know them to be
0: true. That is all your third it's eye. third you know? eye working. Yeah. Um, and then finally the crown, which is the seventh and that is beautiful purple energy, um, located at the top of the head. Yeah. Yeah. Connection to source. Connection to your divine, yeah. um, to whatever you believe. That's a very broad statement, yeah. but, you know, your connection to God, the universe, any divination that you follow. And so that, in a nutshell, is a really broad explanation of the energy centers as they move up, but let's get into it. And this is also like an English,
1: North American, (laughs) United States, Texas explanation of these things, right? Because when somebody asks me what these things are on my arm, the easiest way for me to explain it to them is like most people recognize um sanskrit which you know like if you look at the symbols that are drawn over each chakra when you're looking at graphics um each symbol uh is a sanskrit word right Right. and um in our explanation of the chakras what we're not doing today is speaking the sanskrit
0: words to them like um the sanskrit words were on this thing that i was reading and i was not do you want to try and say those words okay i don't Um, (laughs) i was like yeah we're not gonna do those today (laughs) i would be
1: willing to do it if i had a little practice leading into it you know like um but the best way to explain it is like if you're looking in a seventh chakra for example the symbol that you see on that is an ohm and most people know what an ohm is. They've seen it, you know, like right replicated. It's a very common. Right. Yeah. And you can explain it where I tell people, well, you can see this one and I'll like point to the seventh chakra on my arm. I've also got an ohm on my left arm a couple of them actually, you know? And so I explained that like each one of these symbols is a different, uh, vibration, a different frequency. And you know, when you're in yoga classes and everybody together does the, Oh, you know, and we like say the word, we feel the vibration collectively. It becomes this noise that we all can kind of harmonize with. That's what that means mm-hmm. like how that feels to you and the peace and the grounding and the awareness that comes with an ohm, like that's what your seventh chakra does is it opens you up you know like to that source to that vibration to that guidance and that even if nobody knows anything about yoga and nothing about energy centers and they've never heard of a chakra before they kind of get what that means you know yeah. and they're like Oh, okay, cool. You know? And then they want to know like, well, what's this one sound like? And what's this one sound like? And that's when I give them a business card. (laughs) And I'm like, you "You know what? Let's book some time and you and I can talk about some of this stuff and I can show you, you know, like how these different energy centers work because, you know, like being energy workers and being intuitive healers, my experience with those roles span about 22 years between the time that I first started doing Reiki and when I started studying intuitive healing and the um way that I worked with chakras being a Reiki practitioner is really different than the way that we work with chakras as intuitive healers right, right. um and if you don't know what Reiki is it's uh, universal life force energy right like that there are, are practitioners that are attuned to channel or move this universal life energy through our hands a lot of times is the way that that works uh-huh. and that we move that energy into people oftentimes into these energy centers that need balancing or that need um, yeah we're like resources and healing yeah. um, whereas in intuitive healing, we're not channeling life force energy. We are diagnosing energies that like come up in these energy centers that aren't supporting the highest good of the individual that we're working with. And we're actually like clearing, shifting, moving some of this energy that's not helpful out Mm -hmm. of the energy center, you know? Um, really allowing people to release some of the obstacles that are in their way of this healing journey that they're on, you know, and that, uh, using chakras in this new way for me, I know over the last six months has really, um, made me hyper aware of where things are getting stuck in my own energy system. Yeah. Um, So let's just talk about chakras as in respect to like running energy, because we have, you know, like a new service now at the Badass Ladies Club where we're doing energy alignment sessions, this whole idea of what it means to run energy. So do you want to tell everybody, like, what does it mean when we run your energy?
0: When I run energy whether it's by myself or with a client it is literally going chakra by chakra inviting earth energy and cosmic energy and having them integrate in our system and um Just taking it step by step in the energy centers and clearing the energy so that you clear yourself of all the junk that you've kind of collected, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, so that you can make room to move forward emotionally and energetically. I don't know if I explain that very well. Oh, no, I think but, that's a great you you know, explanation
1: yeah. of it. Like that we, um, throughout the day in just human life, things. you pick shit up, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, and sometimes the stuff that you pick up, isn't yours. You, right. it just like sticks to you and you don't shake it off at the moment, you know, and then you're carrying it with you.
0: Right. And especially if you're an empathetic person, you tend to like (laughs) really collect. And especially if you're in a service-based industry
1: like you and I are, where we're performing services for people, that you have to consistently clear your own energy in order to know like what's mine and what's not mine. Right. And that if you don't do that, that oftentimes you will find yourself in a really heavy space or an uncomfortable space and you won't know why. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it won't be until you're like, wait a minute, is this even mine in the first place? Like maybe I should run my energy and like flush some shit out, you know? And then going through those processes and going through those steps, you then realize that like, yeah, whatever's going on in my throat, you know, that's like making me feel like my throat is like physically kind of scratchy or that I'm having a hard time like swallowing or like this thing that just feels like gunky in my throat actually was just me not speaking when I knew it was time for me to speak, you know, and that you can reconcile, no, that was my own stuff that I need to work with. Or sometimes it's not your stuff and it's really easy to flush it out, you know? Like being aware of what is in your energy field, what you allow in, Um, and having this really safe, energetic space for you to operate inside of has everything to do with your ability to decide, um, where's the energy getting stuck in my system. And then when I can identify it, let's clear it out, you know, and put me back to this neutral place where I know my energy is clear. Mm Um, So yeah, like running energy and clearing energy is a big part of working with chakras and that there's lots of ways that people do this, you know, like we're obviously doing it in energy alignment sessions as healers, but then like there's lots of people who like I love to sing in my car, like music loud windows down, you know, like on the highway at the top of my lungs It clears my throat chakra, you know, like it also opens my heart chakra, you know, like Mm -hmm. these things and that it feels I'm expressing something and I'm feeling these intense feelings and I'm letting it rush over me that that process is clearing for my energetic system. And I don't need any assistance to do that. All people do this, you know, all people have ways that they balance their, and align their own chakras with practices that feel really good to Mm -hmm. them. Um, one thing that I'm working on right now is like being really rooted and working in my first chakra. And that one of the ways that I'm doing that is, um, stomping and drumming and really like working with like high vibrational bass type um noises that push me all the way down into my root space but i realized that like that's why i like um heavy bass and like breakbeat style music you know is because it activates my root chakra mm. so that sometimes your like preferences or tendencies or the things that you really enjoy listening to hearing doing Are things that are putting your energetic center. Yeah. yeah, Like back into alignment and you don't even realize that's what you're doing, you know, but when you do realize that's what you're doing now, when I'm starting to not feel grounded Mm -hmm. and I don't, and I know that that root center is out of alignment because I know what will help. I know what to do, you know? And so, um, yeah, like understanding where
0: things are off is a big support to you in knowing what to do when you just don't feel quite right. Right. So like something that we didn't talk about in the beginning when we went chakra by chakra and what they represent is the other side of the coin, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, um, in your sacrum, you know, where your creativity and sexual energy live, if your energy is off in that energy center, then you may be having problems in your relationships. Mm -hmm. Or, um, if your throat chakra is off, it's because you're not speaking your truth and there's something that needs to be said. And so there's always this other side of the coin with every energy center. Yes. That the and ignoring these cues a lot of times will
1: turn into physical experiences. And that's right, never, I used to get throat, throat um, stuff is huge, yeah, yeah.
0: I used to get um sore throats all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean. Long before you and I started doing, well, you've always been doing energy work to an extent, but long before I ever got into any of this, anytime I would get a sore throat, you were like, what do you need to say? Yeah. (laughs) Like
1: everything. I don't know what I need to say.
0: Um, But
1: think back on times where you did then go and use your voice to say what needed to be said. How quickly did the weirdness in your throat clear up?
0: Guess what? I don't get sick that much anymore. No. <laughs> like that these
1: physical manifestations are a thing. Um it's funny because like I don't really get headaches. Like it's just not a thing for me. Yeah. But if ever I get a headache, it is usually a third eye yeah. situation. You know, like and that I can feel it it is igno- I'm ignoring that instinct, I'm ignoring yeah, intuition. that intuition. I'm choosing not to look at it from an elevated way that I know to look at things right. and when I'm ignoring that, my head hurts. Yeah. Um and so we all have these cues or these things, you know, yeah, where our body physically telling us, manifest you know? in your body. Absolutely. Like sure. anything that you ignore long enough will. Mhm. Um So one of the interesting parts, I think, about um, running energy and working in chakras like we've been doing is this idea of like that your chakra system is a channel, okay? Like that your body is actually a vessel. It's a tool. And that by running this earth energy, you know, like in through the soles of your feet, And this cosmic energy that's coming in through the top of your head and allowing these two energies to mix and integrate together and flood through this energy system that you are opening and clearing out this channel that you can then either receive guidance and messages from. Or that you can actively manifest and create things through. And that learning- Because then you're not all clogged up with other things. yeah. And that learning how to open and clear and use this channel or this vessel is a lot like tuning- A radio station, you Mm -hmm. know, like that when you get it on the right frequency and that the, um, the waves of energy can move through effortlessly and efficiently, that things happen really fast. If you're talking about straight manifestation, right? right? Like that, that's when, you know, we talk a lot about like collapsing space and time or like quantum leaping into new realities, um, that happens when you have an open and active and clear channel for these things to move through. Um, but that is like a pie in the sky kind of reality that takes a lot of practice and focus and discipline to see through. And sometimes we do that. Like, my favorite example of this is uh, like little kids at Christmas time. Like, that. Children understand how to manifest and create their reality and that they (laughs) almost do it so easily and so effortlessly without knowing that they're doing it because they just don't have all the damn baggage that we do as adults where we like put these blockages in on purpose almost, you know, Um, and that kids can like my six year old niece somehow always ends up with my cell phone, (laughs) even though like she's not really supposed to be on the phone, you know, and all she wants to do is look at herself with filters anyway, you know, and that, um, or play a game or like be on some, you know, in that she's not really supposed to be on the adults phones. That's not, um, that's not behavior that she's supposed to be showing. And I know this. And so I do something else with her. or We put the phone away or, you know, like I distract her. And then before I know it, she has talked me into, (laughs) giving her my phone somehow, you know, like in that she, uh, it's like, she tricks me, you know, I know, and I know. they're really so, good. They were really good. And I know what she's doing. And I still like get turned into that. Like she already sees the phone in her hand. Oh yeah. She knows that there's a way to move around what she's supposed to do and what the adults or the world tells her is possible for her to do. And she just moves directly to what she believes is hers yeah which is my cell phone in her hand you know like (laughs) and that that kids do have this like effortless way of using their channel and their vessel in a way to create exactly what they want with ease
0: hell yeah yeah um we're gonna talk about santa for a second oh my gosh yes warning parents (laughs) we're gonna be talking about santa um So Adelaide has said this year that she doesn't need anything from Santa. Okay. That she already has plenty of stuff. Truth. Which is more than true. Um, And I don't know where exactly this is coming from. I don't know the conversations she has at school. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that part of it could come from the fact that I have talked to her a lot lately about donating her things to other children in need, Mm -hmm. not just because it's the holidays, But because there's lots of changes going on at our house and we need to make room for other things. Right. And um so she's just really adamant that she doesn't really need anything from Santa. So Aaron asked her, Well, if you don't get presents from Santa Christmas morning, what are we going to do? And Very much in like a well-duh way. She was like, well, dad, we'll have a party. Obviously. And we'll open gifts from each other. And Aaron says, oh, so you do want things. And she said, well, yeah, I want a new headband, Hot Wheels, Mm. and a new board game. But you and mommy can get me those things because... You love me, right? And I was like, oh, she's good. I mean, so good. So I'm like, so she's going straight to the source. She's like, I'm going to skip. I don't need Santa. I don't need Santa. Right. I'm going to go straight to the source to get what I want because I know you'll get it for me because you love me. Right. And that let Santa help all the other kids in need.
1: Right. I don't need that from (laughs) Santa because I got you. I know. And I know you'll give me whatever I want anyway. I'm like.
0: Damn, she's good. Yeah, I mean, that's way smarter than, and guess what? It works. She's totally right. Yeah. We're like, okay, I guess we're going to go buy a headband and some Hot Wheels and a new board game. Precious like, baby. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, man, what a genius. That's the cutest. Uh, yeah. She's the smartest ever. So being aware
1: of like where your chakras are. What they represent on a general surface, like you did bring up the colors. Like one of the reasons I was so drawn to chakras in the first place is just because they are aligned in a color theory type yes. way, you know, and in our creative, you know, like jobs, like we're in that that's very appealing.
0: Right. Um, it. I makes, also like that it's the rainbow spectrum. Yeah. It makes harmonic you know, sense, you know, like, yeah, inclusive totally. and it's beautiful and it's a spectrum. Yes. Really?
1: Um. Which us humans are just not coming around to this general idea that is a fundamental truth and has been, you know, for eons. Um, But this actual tangible use of this vessel where if you start at the top. okay, so like when we started at the beginning, we were starting at the first chakra at your root. But like turn it on its head and now we'll start up at seven. And we'll start at your crown where you have this like connection to a divine source Mm -hmm. of some point that anything that ever existed in reality was like an idea first. Right. Like before there were cars or planes or trains, Starbucks (laughs) or hats or anything, you know, like that somebody had to think of this idea or get this divine inspiration to create the thing it existed in energy before it existed in physical. Mm -hmm. And that that starts up in that crown space, okay? So like, I have an idea of something that doesn't exist yet that I want to create. And that this happens, sometimes it's not just like tangible things that we're creating. Sometimes it's just like the way we wanna live. Right. Or the kind of relationship we wanna have. Mm -hmm. Or the way we wanna earn money. And that these things are not like they maybe aren't things that you can look around and see, you know, like you're like, wouldn't it be great if it could be like this? And so that is happening up in that seventh space. Right. And that it begins to move down where you pull it into your third eye, where your intuition takes this divine source, this divine guidance, this idea, and you start to visually see it, even though it's not in your hands yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you see this a lot where um, athletes are working towards, you know, like a big goal where they want to get to a certain minute mile if they're a runner right. or swimmer or whatever, you know, and they like visually see themselves doing the thing that seems impossible, like that's happening in their third eye space, right? So it's like vision, but not like physical vision. Mm-hmm. And then once you've taken this thing that you just thought about and now you can see it in your third eye, well, then you start to speak about it, you know, and you give it context with words and vibration and um, excitement, you know, and expression around it. And then from that place where you're actually like speaking it into existence, you know, like it's transitioning between this like figurative energetic thing. That's not a thing, you know, then it moves into your heart where you start to get really excited and love the thing that you're bringing into existence and loving it, not just for you, but for like all the things that it's going to do out in the world and for other people, you know, and that gives it flesh that gives it blood that gives it like form. And then it moves into the solar plexus where it becomes so much about like your confidence. And can I actually do the thing? Do I have the wherewithal and the resources to create the thing? What is the path for the thing? You know, like, can I see it all the way to fruition? All of these question marks about, is it really possible? You know, And once you move it through that, then it hits into that second chakra, into that sacrum space. And this is where it sits a lot of times. I think that like in between that third and second chakra is where most things stall. Because then you have to nourish it Mm -hmm. and grow it. If you think about it like a birth process or a creation process, like think about how long you gestate a human. You know, like that it takes nine months to grow it to a point where it's ready to see the outside world. Right. And so in that second chakra, you're also having to, like, really nourish yourself. And stay away from things that are toxic or not good for you because you're growing this life, this thing, you know, and that it's the same when you're trying to create something new in your existence. Like you have to take care of yourself. You have to stay away from the shit that's bad for you. You have to focus on the things that are nourishing and good for you and for this thing that you're growing. And then from that space, it moves into your first chakra, into this grounded physical reality where it can manifest into form and right. become the thing that you've been working on, and that, which is literally
0: like a birth space, like a like. like yeah. And
1: sometimes that shit, like anyone who's had a baby, will tell you can be painful yeah, and traumatic. And you have to hit a wall sometimes where you're like, I can't fucking do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And you need the support of a collective around you that's like, you're doing it, do or die. Like now yeah. is go time. And then you actually bring it out into the world.
0: I love everything that you're saying right now. And when you and I were talking about this the other night, I don't know how I've been studying chakras and energy for so, well, I say for so long in hindsight, not that long, but for as long as I have and not thought about it from like a seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, like I have always worked energy from the root from up, one up. Yeah. Right. From one up. And then when you were explaining to me this whole idea of going from the crown down, I was like, oh my God, that's literally how everything works. So I'm going to be real. Like
1: I, I will first say, I'm sure that this is a teaching that a lot of people have taught before, but when I really, when this clicked for me was in a healing session, you know, Mm -hmm. like I was working in an intuitive healing session and this came through me as guidance for one of my clients, you know, Mm -hmm. and we were working a lot of, um, like creation type, you know, like energies. And so as guidance was handing this through me for someone else, it just like came out in a way that clicked and made so much sense to me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that I have repeated it several times over the last six weeks or so, you know, like since it really grounded, and it's so funny because it's just like everything else, like now that I'm putting it into form and context like this, I am hearing other things that are kind of saying the same thing, you know, like that once you become aware of something, you do start to see it right everywhere, you know, and it does seem so obvious now that I know I'm um, like, well, duh. <laughs> so and it's what's so interesting, I think, about our journey as like healers is how often do you hear about like that raw channeled human design, you know, like Mm -hmm. that it was a channeled thing, you know, and I've always heard about like healers channeling something from a divine source. And you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, like, but now it totally makes sense to me because this estimation of the way that we use our body as a vessel to create, you know, things from a energetic space into a physical space. It's not the first time that I've heard of that concept, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it was like a Neil Corporation serious business. Like in <laughs> 2003 was the first time I heard that like right. anything on the outside started on the inside. Yeah, that you had to think about it before it was like actually a thing. So it's the same concept, but this understanding of like where the energy is getting stuck in my body that then allows me to address why it's stuck, where it's stuck, what I can do to shift it, what I can do to move it, so then I can continue through this process of a uh-huh. manifestation is helping me, um, just be more efficient, you know, with seeing things all
0: the way through. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. Pay attention to your bodies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it or not. Yeah. That shit physically manifests easily. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And that it's also a learning curve, you know, Mm -hmm. like, um, I was telling somebody the other day, like, do you know, I don't have a lot of hair anymore, but like back when I had a lot of long hair, how long it took me to learn how to round brush my own hair. And that when I first started doing it, like I got the brush stuck in my hair, like my sections were all messy. I would like throw the brush across the room. Sometimes (laughs) I would burn my hand with the blow dryer. Like that, that learning how to do that took some practice, but that once I did it on a weekly basis for lots of months in a row, Like now it's not hard to do it. It's just time consuming, you know, and that I know the process of how to do it. It's just about whether or not I'm committed to actually doing the work in the right way. So I get to the desired outcome of my hair looking beautiful and blown out. Right. Um, And that a lot of times the answer is I'm not willing to do (laughs) that. The answer is no. That I might be willing to pay someone else to do that for me. Yeah. And that this is a lot of what intuitive healing and working on chakras is like is that, yeah, I could be consciously aware of where my energy is getting stuck and stalling out and keeping me from stepping into what it is I'm doing. And it is easier to pay somebody else, you know, like another healer that I trust to help me do that Instead
0: of me trying to do everything on my own. I know when I try to do it on myself and it's hard, it it is really hard. And sometimes I get really caught up in my own head. So like to go to you or Eva and just be like, help, help.
1: (laughs) So if you feel things getting stuck or you feel like you have, you know, like something in your creative space where things are always stalling out and not working. This is where you reach out for help and resources and not necessarily like when I say that, I don't even mean like, call me, you know, like I'm not saying help from Badass Ladies Club. What I'm saying is your intention to ask for help and assistance in um, finding people and resources to support you on this journey will produce the right people in your lives. You know, like you can call in the support you need. You deserve to be supported. Mm -hmm. like this is how, um, this is how we do life. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I love talking about chakras. I could do it all day, but we're not going to, um, I, we have already like kind of spoken this out into existence, but I do not think that we are far off from a, um, digital course on chakra alignment and manifestation, like that, that feels really yummy and awesome. So, um, if you guys have questions about chakras or this like struck a chord with you, um, you want to know more about it, then reach out to us because I would love to build, um, yeah, like offerings and yeah, products build, that like, support this yeah. it and, or some sort of offer or a retreat or something Ooh, amazing. Yeah. Like uh-huh. there's so many options, guys, uh-huh. um, send this episode to somebody that you love, that you feel like it's going to help like, rate, and review this podcast. We would so appreciate the support. Um, Man, congratulations on making it through 2021, y'all. <laughs> like, we did it, okay? We like, did we did thing. it. Uh, and just for argument's sake, like in a couple of days, is Manifestation Celebration. Ooh. If you haven't gotten your ticket yet for Manifestation Celebration, this is a, a live on Zoom pajama party that we're doing December 29th at 6.30 p.m. Central. You can hit the link in our bio on our Instagram or our Facebook to get tickets. There's like over $500 worth of prizes from like Explore um, Aveda. There's definitely some badass ladies club swag, lots of cool things, some special guests. And we are going to be teaching some of these manifestation techniques that are going to help you step into your next level for 2022.
0: We love you guys.
1: Happy holidays. Happy new year. Happy new year. We'll see y'all in 2022. Bye.